deep in London's beating heart lies a wall. I'd like to it be if you know the call. For if the wall steps aside, be not afraid of what you see. Cause the wizard world is opened up as has the Griffin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Shriekcast, no longer a Harry Potter reread podcast for laughs fans. I am your host, ZC. And I'm Liz. And Liz, it's been a while. We're back in the stew after a kind of a, a long, impromptu holiday break. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. I had uh, probably more time off from my various responsibilities uh, over winter break than I have in a long time. So I'm all I'm all rested and and ready to record. Although I don't know if I remember how. <laughs> we're we're kind of playing it by ear here. Yeah, I I genuinely like did not realize how long we had been like I just like wasn't thinking about it. I was like, yeah, it's it's Christmas, right? Like we're not mm-hmm. recording. And then it was the we I thought like last week or whatever, like the first the first week after New Year or the week that sort of like encompassed New Year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was just like I just like panicked on on like recording day. I was like, "Oh fuck, hold on." There's a thing I'm supposed to do. There's a job that I do. But uh, I, I, I think I think we just sort of like across space and time mutually just were like it's we're we're resting. The pod the podcasters week of rest is a is a hallowed and important part of the month, I think. Yeah, no, it's important to rest. And um, for me, I, I had uh, like I am very lucky because I got to have an entire week off of my day job, um, minus like having to go in like a couple times that didn't really count. And I went in and was like, I'm not here. Um, <laughs> but, but I had to do that a couple times. And I um, like, I can't even think of the last time I just like had a week off. So then when we would have the, the week of like encompassing New Year's, it mm-hmm. got to be that week. And I was so sad about having to go back to work that I was like, I didn't I didn't have the I didn't have the the joie de vivre to record that yeah. week, I don't think. This is I, I think that this is sort of just the thing that people accept with with um podcasts and and, and streams and whatnot. Just just any like indie content creation stuff. Like I don't know. Do you, do you follow many streamers or like other podcasts or do you, do you have like a like a kind of rotation of stuff? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Do, do that like I the, the one thing that the, the thing that like made me hyper aware of like, oh, fuck, like I'm not I'm, I'm not recording this week or, or whatever was like sitting down to relax, you know, big mug of coffee in my hand, opening Twitch and realizing that I would have no VODs to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like fuck because everyone's like doing stuff right because it's a holiday god damn it and then, and i'd be like well i guess i'm doing i guess i guess someone somewhere is going like ah time to sit down and listen to the shrieking shack no fuck they're not doing anything it's the holiday so i yeah i, I sort of got to experience it from both ends there yeah for sure how how was your 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 break otherwise other other than you know the sort of uh purgatory week here how, how was the rest of it um, it was really, really nice. Ask me what I did on Christmas Day. What did you do on Christmas Day? I stayed home alone. Yay. And played League of Legends all day. 
Okay. It was the best. It was the best Christmas ever. What, were, were there plans that got canceled for this, or was this was this on the on the calendar? This was Christmas. I am doing nothing. Well, so we had plans like all around it. And we did have plans on Christmas, but I just decided I was too tired for the plans on Christmas Day. On and Christmas I was like, Day. I'm just going to give myself a little treat and just be <laughs> like, okay, everyone, we're doing stuff with, with everyone all week long. So I'm going to take, I'm taking Christmas back. That's the Christmas gift for yourself. That's exactly. The, yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that sounds lovely. And, and you still got to like do stuff kind of around. I, I, are, are you a is is Christmas Eve or Christmas Day typically your big Christmas like event? Yeah, Christmas Day was my event growing up, I suppose. But I just mm-hmm. I guess I'm just not a very like sentimental person. Like like I don't I don't feel like I stayed home alone on Christmas Day playing League of Legends, and at no point was I like disappointed or feeling like I was like <laughs> missing some sort of yeah. like sentimental like. Oh, I'm a home alone on Christmas. I just didn't, I just don't feel, I don't have whatever, whatever that is. Right. Cause I, I'm just, I'm very practical and I'm just like, Mm -hmm. I can make a memory on a random Thursday that'll mean a lot (laughs) to me and that I'll carry with me forever. But like, I don't designate Christmas day as meaning anything. Right. So yeah. 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 I just, I just know that like I, I have lots of lots of friends and stuff who who differ in that like traditionally like Christmas Eve is like the big celebration day with family and sometimes it's Christmas Day itself and Christmas Eve isn't like a big deal I I just it's it's it, it, it differs for a lot of people and and if yeah Christmas Day just being your doing nothing day it's actually kind of similar to what it is for my family which is which is Christmas Day is like. We give each other presents in the morning and then we're just hanging, just hang for the rest of the day. Right. Just do whatever. It's, nice. It's nice. It's it's chill. It's it's a it's a nice way to actually feel like it's a holiday, I guess, if you're just sort of like, mm-hmm. you know, getting to getting to have a day off. That's uh, it's nice. That's a good that's a good way to spend it, I think. Yeah, I, I like to think that I really honored Christmas this year because <laughs> Uh, my my joyful memories of Christmas was getting a video game because, you know, when you're a kid, you can't yeah. just go out and buy video games for yourself. So it's like Christmas right. and birthday were like, oh, I got the new video game. And then you spend the afternoon like playing yeah. the video game. So I think that me staying home alone and playing League of Legends all day uh, really really honored the spirit of the season for me. <laughs> did you did you like get a new skin or something that sort of still made it feel like you're playing a new that gave you that like Christmas afternoon feeling? Actually, actually, yes. A good friend of mine got me got me some riot points for Christmas. And I I went and bought <laughs> bought a skin and played and played the character all day. Let's go. What did you get? I got Soul Fighter Nefiri. That's pretty good. It was yeah. pretty good. That sounds that sounds delightful. That sounds lovely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a what a what a r- nice relaxing Christmas. Yeah. How was yours? How was your Christmas? It was quite good. Yeah, I um I do birthday and Christmas all kind of around the same time, right? right? Yeah. So it's like kind of a hectic time of year all the time. Mhm. 
And so with family stuff, you know, our our big thing is on Christmas Eve. We do like a big we do a big we go out for a big dinner on Christmas Eve. And, and you know, that was uh, lovely as always. Um, I was I got to spend some lovely time out and about with friends who are visiting and with family, you know, just just it, it, I, I just got to have the Christmas experience of just like, ha, ah, spending a little time here and spending a little time there and exchanging gifts and stuff. I got to spend some time with with you as well. Sort of kind of earlier in the Christmas break, I suppose. Well, yeah, yeah, because we we were like, everything is so busy. So we got to get that on the get that on the calendar <laughs> early. <laughs> Yeah, it's there. Like, I, I really enjoy the Christmas season, um, except for the part where I, similar. I, I guess we, we we talked about like the purgatory week, but like knowing that right around the corner is all of the most annoying stuff I have to do at the beginning of the year, you know, yeah. really like you could just can't think it like. I've got to like here. Here's a little bit of of, of just shriek cast inside baseball i've i've got to send you your 1099 you know i've got to i've got to do all my taxes stuff i've got to do all my estimateds for the year and get that all get that all sorted out i've got i've got to i've got to be big business zc and i i never enjoy that stuff i mean you know it's fine it's whatever it has to be done but it's like january is like no matter how much fun you're having in December, it's like there's like a loaded gun pointed at you. It's like you you are you will be working. You will be working soon. Yeah. January. January sucks ass. Yeah. Like really bad. And there's no like there's there's no light at the end of the tunnel. Or at least like <laughs> yeah, you just so get to far do away. It. Like you're just <laughs> fucked. And that's like hanging over your head for the entire Christmas break that like... <laughs> You're right. It's like a gun pointed at you and you're just like having a lovely time, but I'm just like completely fucked soon. (laughs) January is like a fun, like, you know, obviously you're working all the time throughout the whole year, but, but you sort of, you go from zero to 100 in January, or at least like I do, I do. I'm sure Mm, you do too. Going Because your, your work is like weather related. So you especially hit you, you kind of start like I go zero to a hundred, you go like zero to like 180. You, you, you get hammered right at the beginning of the year. And, and the thing is, is that every year, what you realize is, is that that doesn't really stop. You know, it's not like February rolls around and it's like, oh, okay, things are easing off now. It's like, no, now now you've got to do federal taxes. Now you've got to do. Uh, well, guess what? There's more estimated to do. It's just all all the work, all the all the work you got to do, all the reminders that like, hey, you're like, I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm like in my 30s now. I got like stuff to do. Literally, when is the next break? Fourth of July? <laughs> Yeah, God. Uh, what? Uh, yeah, Valentine's Day isn't like a holiday. It's no. like you know, you don't get time off for that. They should no. give you. They should give you some. Your bosses should be forced to give you candy on Valentine's Day. First, that's of right. All. Yeah. Uh, God. Yeah, I get. We're we're gonna. It's like President's Day. When's that? That's February, isn't it? When, yeah. When's, I don't get President's Day off. You don't get you don't get President's Day. Oh, no, no, I get I get six holidays a year, something like that. I mean, aside from like paid time off. Yeah, literally, if I if I Google American holidays, 
Mm-hmm. The 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 list that Go- and to be fair, this is Google. It could be completely fucked, right? Google doesn't work, but it goes the the list is in order. New Year's Day, you have Martin Luther King Day, January fifteenth. So we're like already there. Uh, Washington's birthday, that's President's Day, February nineteenth. Not real. Don't right, get that no. one off. Mm-mm. Memorial Day. Did you get that one off? Yep, I get that one. Okay, that's May twenty seventh. That it will God be your damn first. Damn it. That will be your first holiday, and then July 4th, and then Labor Day, and then Veterans. God, our holidays fucking blow. These suck. We need a couple. We need some new. Let's make a new holiday. Let's do it. What it, what, what, what would be, like, what, what do you think? What do you think is fair? March? Yeah, I think March is sort of a night. Like, because I'm thinking, like, light at the end of the tunnel. You start January, you're fucked. And you're, yeah. you're like, when, when do I, like, need... Because it's like, you need the hair of the dog, right? Mm-hmm. The hair of the dog from your Christmas holiday hangover. And yeah. I think March is a good time to yeah. put that. Yeah. You're kind of right before tax. Because like, speaking of like like taxes, like April has Easter, but that's like in the middle of tax. And also that's like not really like a holiday. No, like it's on a Sunday, so... It's on a Sunday. Yeah. Like, wait, wait, wait. If anything, Easter is more like if, if you're if you if you're stuck doing Easter stuff, that's that's like an anti holiday because you've got to like go to do extra shit. You've got to go to like an extra service if that's what you you know, what's what you do. Or you've got to get up to do pancakes or whatever. Like, you, you know, like you're setting yourself up for like more. You know, even if it's fun, it's like that is more obligation. It's not a it's not a vacation. Right? No, you it's not have a holiday. to hide the eggs or find the eggs. <laughs> you've got to you, you, and you've got to paint them if you're like really serious about it. Right. <laughs> like you're giving yourself craft. Pro- yeah. So let's March. We need a new holiday. Mm-hmm. What's what do we put it? What do we put in March? Like we thinking like a like a like a Monday or a Friday off. What's the which do you prefer? I like Fridays off, I think. Friday off. Uh, what, 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 what's like, a? uh, we've got Independence Day, Labor Day, Veterans Day, Memorial Day. These are all such bummers. We need one for like, what's like a cool, like government service that like, we need, we need like Park Rangers Day or something, right? What, what's, yeah. Uh, who, who, who isn't getting celebrated who gets a government paycheck you know beyond just like soldiers I mean, they, soldiers have it too easy come on they, they they get everything yeah we need to we need to respect um everyone that works for the government that has like a roman numeral in their job title you know <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know? <laughs> like i'm i'm uh uh, like accountant two accountants day i can't wait mm-hmm. is there an accountants day because there's like secretary's day right yeah that's true oh my god can you guess when international accounting day is um it, it better not be in april um it's not it's not in april it's in a way stupider month for for an accounting holiday uh is it january no I could just go through and list all the months. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess you've got like a one in twelve chance I of sure getting do. it. Uh, it is in November. It is November. Hold on, it's November tenth. 
That oh. I, I, November's sort of taken, I think. Can November's we just got move a lot that? of shit going and, on. That's my proposition. We move that. We move it to the Wednesday to before Thanksgiving. No, Wednesday okay. before Thanksgiving. Okay. Everyone Ooh. takes the Friday off. Okay. Anyway. Stack them. Yeah. Stack the holidays. But th- yeah, for sure. Would you like to hear the the write-up for International Accounting Day from yes. daysoftheyear.com? I would love to. While accounting may seem like a boring profession, okay, K- kind of coming out swinging here, mm-hmm, I think, mm-hmm. daysoftheyear.com, it's vital to every business out there. Without accountants, people wouldn't get paid promptly, nor be able to understand their debits and credits. Even with an accountant, these can still be hard to understand. Accounting is work that isn't something many people enjoy. Accountants enjoy the prospects of so much that they form their whole career around managing numbers and company finances. That's why, for those mathematicians out there in the industry, there is International Accounting Day to celebrate. Um, I don't think accountants are mathematicians. Yeah, that's a different skill, I think. That's, Mm -hmm. That's a different thing. International Accounting Day is all about promoting the accounting profession. It seeks to give people the opportunity to network among their colleagues. Ew, no. Networking? Networking? Not networking. Yeah, no. fuck. And aims to provide the opportunity to continue education for those interested in the industry. It is also a great day to celebrate. Okay, here we go. Celebration. What are we getting? Uh, no matter whether you run your own business or you are a sole trader, it is likely that you've required the services of an accountant at some point or that you will need their services in the future from filing taxes To ensuring business accounts are up to date, accounts play a critical role in the financial security of companies all over the world. Yeah, but like what what do you do? What do you do? How to celebrate? Here we go. Uh, Okay, you ready to you ready to take some notes? You ready Mm -hmm. to learn how to celebrate Mm -hmm. International Accounting Day? Yeah. Number one, create professional and stylish business cards. Are your business cards due for an update? Perhaps you never seem to carry enough with you. If that's the case, International Accounting Day is the perfect opportunity for you to ensure your business cards are on point and get an ample supply printed. Okay, so first of all, if I'm the accountant, I don't want to be doing the work and paying for stylish. You should be like they should be getting me the business cards. Surely. Right. In this case. Mm -hmm. Big whiff. Number two, brush up on current events in the accounting industry. Absolutely not. <laughs> can you can you name any events in the accounting industry? Um, yes, but I will not. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can't get into that right now. We can't get into that. I'm I, I'm I'm very mysteriously my my day job mysteriously is weather and finances. <laughs> oh, here's number three. Practice describing your company in one sentence. That's so fun. <laughs> this is a this is a celebration to be remembered. Um, number four, rehearse your thirty second elevator pitch. This is if wait. This is just the money fandom day. This is money fandom <laughs> holiday. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This this is a trick. This isn't actually celebrate. This is just what the money fandom does every day. Hmm. This this isn't a holiday. I thought this would be like, oh, get like a you should get a all accountants should get like a daiquiri. But it, it, instead of an umbrella, it's got like a cute like plastic pen in it or something. I don't know. Like right. that would be something, I guess. 
this is an activity you can try on International Accounting Day. If you were stuck in the elevator with someone for 30 seconds, how would you pitch your business and your services? I wouldn't. Wouldn't. I wouldn't. That's a terrible would, thing to do. I would not do that. Uh, and then the last one, practice your handshake. Um, so for, um, our podcasting holiday, uh, yeah. do we have to, like, <laughs> do we have to practice our, our elevator pitch for the podcast? I, I, you know what? That actually might be pretty good for us at this point. Cause it's like, a tough uh, one. Yeah. Shrieky Shack was already kind of a long winded pitch. Like when it was Harry Potter related, right. Where, Cause it would be like, yeah, we have a podcast. Yeah, it's Harry Potter, but like, it's not really, but no, not it's like not that. like, it's not like, not that. like that. It's not like that. And and now it's like, well, okay, so we have it. We're right now we're reading the Hunger Games. We also read Twilight and we've read Maximum Ride. And we also did the Da Vinci Code. Um, and it's still called Treatcast because it used to be called the Shrieking Shack because it was a Harry Potter podcast, but not like that. Right. You know, so so I don't know. Was that 30 seconds? Yeah. That's that was an elevator ride. Yeah. And then and then the person then the elevator doors open and the person sort of power walks away from you and does that like smile. That's like, you know, you can tell that they're going to tell all their friends that they, you know, they met a crazy person in the elevator. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God, I, I'm I'm bummed that International Accounting Day isn't a little more a little more fun. Ooh. Ooh, I just discovered that the Google result after the one that I read, the number two result for how to celebrate it comes from uh, everyone over at Intuit.com. Oh, no, not those guys. Yeah. Uh, How to celebrate modern accounting. All about raising awareness for the great work accountants do. In the spirit of raising awareness, we thought we'd shed some light on the modern technology help. Oh, your product? That's you so thought you'd crazy. like advertise your product. God damn it. Nobody. Yeah. Maybe we do need a real accounting holiday. And, and instead of it being like practice your elevator pitch or buy buy a new year of QuickBooks, it should be like, hey, bring bring your accountant a, a nice. Hat, I don't know, what would you what would what would be a good accountant gift? What would you what would you appreciate from someone at your job as like a account accounting related or not even related but like as an accountant you know what do, what do you want as like a a, a celebration cel- celebration totem you know mm, maybe like an old-fashioned adding machine as like Ooh. a not as like a novelty right yeah we gather around the abacus to celebrate accountants day mm-hmm. that sounds pretty good i like that you could decorate you could put little ornaments like the beads that you move back and forth right like you, mm-hmm. you could like they could be little little ornaments or little I don't know little little glass beads. That's that sounds nice. Yeah. <laughs> God. Holidays in, in, in America. Yeah. No not not good. Not nothing good. Nothing good coming up for a while. No. Nope. Um, Just waiting for yeah. December again. Waiting for that one to come around. <laughs> Right. Well, yeah, because and, and you're, you're right. And that's the the other like holiday that you get during the year is like your birthday. Right. And yeah, I'm double so. fucked. I'm right. double fucked on that because it's mm-hmm. in December. It's 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 like a couple days before Christmas. So, yeah. Woof. I don't know. Yeah. It's uh, they said December is it. 
December is it um, for celebration in in this in this wonderful country? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I would love to get to our chapters because we've got a pair of really really cool insane um, Hunger Games chapters today. But I think we do need to discuss something very important, which is the huge news coming out of the Neopet space. Right. Uh, would Would you like to walk us through this this bombshell that dropped the other day? Here's my, <laughs> yeah. So here's my elevator pitch for Neopets <laughs> on their behalf. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe you are a Neopets fan artist, but you've been a little worried because it's illegal to make money mm-hmm. on someone else's intellectual property. Mm-hmm. Well, worry no more. You can apply to neopets.com to be a to be an approved fan artist and they will link to your store from the official Neopets website and you get to keep 100% of the money um and that's the whole thing. <laughs> Okay. Cool. Why why are they doing this? This This is this is such a like oh oh no honey oh no sweetie that's so nice but like like it already worked like this. Right. You just didn't like this is how ev- nearly every company where I actually have you you were describing this to me earlier and I was like what why would this happen? And I realized that there is a world where a fan artist does get clamped down on by a litigious company because they mm-hmm. do technically have the right to do that. I, I remember being at I, it was Rose City Comic. It was either Rose City Comic Con or one of, one of the other conventions that I, that I did a while back. And like the there were enforcers going around the morning that the show opened and like going around the artist alley while it was getting set up and like pulling people aside and saying like you actually have to take this this and this one down and mm-hmm. it was the weirdest shit it was like specific nintendo characters but not all of them it was very odd but but like that does happen um but like is neopets doing that um no no not to my knowledge right. and like so so the thing that scared me um mm-hmm. was i <sighs> I don't can't remember what convention it was, but Neopets was at a convention and there was a photo of the Neopets team with the Grundos Cafe team. Mm. And I was like, nothing good can come of this. I'm like, <laughs> as right. like that's like eye of Sauron. Like you don't I was like this sort of uh worrisome or whatever. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. apparently Neopets like ha- is just like cool with it, which is awesome, but yeah. surprising. Yeah, that is cool. I, I guess when you're that small, it's like you don't be, like because that's the thing, right? Is is that the, there are the, there are like rules and laws that like are enforceable that that like everyone is technically infringing on when they sell fan art that like 99% of companies just won't enforce unless it's like extreme, right? Or or like you know crossing whatever arbitrary line they have set for like you know what what constitutes like real infringement that they've got to, you know, like I, I've, I've sold like plenty of fan art, 
right? And, you know, no one's come kicking my door in asking to for those profits because it's like companies look crazy when they do that. It, it just looks mm-hmm. bad. It's way better to just let that stuff cultivate. Um, which makes the Neopets thing here so bizarre because it's like you could just keep doing that. What What does... What what does like in making it like the, I think this puts them in like a worse legal position if they do want to like enforce something right like it just seems like a really bad idea I mean it's like cute I like it but what a weird thing to do it's just so strange like I, I mean we all know companies are evil um <laughs> and and as part of that you want to keep power mm-hmm. right and it seems like. They had all the power in in the the situation. You're right. It's like a PR thing. Like they don't come after people because it looks crazy. It doesn't benefit mm-hmm. them. But in the case of them needing to, they keep the power to do so. And so this mm-hmm. is just like opening this weird legal door where I'm like, why are you <laughs> why are you doing this for no reason? Like it's just like out of goodwill. It makes no sense. And then so this whole thing, I mean, two things from this. They posted the post, um, and it's in a little aside, the email address that you uh write into if you have any questions is uh has the domain of the old metaverse. Uh it's like neopetsmeta.io or something, which is pretty funny. Um uh what was my second point? Um, so it was the email address. Oh, and they were like, the um, the ambassadors suggested this to us. And so I was like, oh, John Legend? John Legend suggested this to you? <laughs> um, but no, it's like, there are like community ambassadors who I think are just doing a bunch of work for Neopets for free. Oh. <laughs> well, speaking of companies being evil... It's 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 like cute and fun in a naive kind of way. But I'm just like, I like Neopets. You've got to like where that four million dollars is drying the fuck up. Right. Like there, what what do you have left? Yeah. Yeah. It's worrisome. Although I did tweet it out that I thought that the site was going to be shut down by I can't remember. Maybe it was July or August whenever the whenever the sale happened. So I'm hoping that things are continuing to go down. <laughs> Because of what I said, yes. Uh, The the Grundos Cafe thing is interesting. I mean, if they if they ended up like, I don't know, like officially endorsing it or hiring those people, that'd be kind of cool, maybe or or, or handing the keys. Like this happened with um, the City of Heroes, that old MMO just got like one of the biggest private servers, got like a blessing from the original company. Be like, yeah, no, you you, we're good. We have a official. That's cool. Yeah, like you have an official license to to host this now. Like like, you know, they they yeah, they got like a partnership from, you know, sort of like the 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 blessing from the from the original publisher, which is like I guess it again, a similar situation of like this is weird and maybe puts you in a in a more fraught uh, like legal position, but also like as as a thing to do for the fans. You know, like that's cute. That's cool. Yeah, sure. So that that seems like a good best case scenario for Neopets here, right? Like, yeah, let's let's keep this thing alive as a as a small small uh, private server thing. I don't, I don't know. Um, perhaps I should uh, contact one of the community ambassadors, uh, letting them know what I think about that. Although um, their contact is up as links on the website, but it leads to their Neomail 
that's that's a good official business contact point. That's great. That's right. <laughs> I I wish Neopets all the best. I, I want it to succeed. I, I was just so like, this is really cute. I really don't want to come off as like super cynical about this, but like one, it, it all being sort of like like sprung out of unpaid labor is very funny and, and, and kind of bad. And two, I'm just like, like you did people were selling neopets fan art already i see a lot of it um and nobody was enforcing it because that would make neopets look really bad imagine if john legend showed up at your dorm was like i'm sorry i saw that you drew a shoiru um (laughs) and sold it as a commission you can't be doing that like you know they could do that and they don't because why why would you so a very strange extra step, but sure. You know what? I, I'm, I'm positive on it. I guess I just have like, it's like I have a question mark about it, right? Like, huh? Okay, sure. Yeah, I just think they don't know what they're doing. I'm not <laughs> like, I don't think that they, I don't think they know what they're doing and then are taking like a benevolent path on purpose, if that makes right. sense. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I'm. I really. Um. My question mark is on them using the metaverse uh, domain name. I'm like, eh. <laughs> yeah. Do you is guys, the catch do you guys be... not have like the Neopets.com domain anymore? Or <laughs> the catch is going to be that like all of these fan art sales are going to be NFTs or something. Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't know. Uh Well. I, I I could talk about this forever, but we really should get into our chapters of this week. What do you say? Yeah, let's do it. We read chapters 18 and 19. Uh, it's been a little while, so I will remind you that on last time on The Hunger Games, Katniss was doing her TV interview before The Hunger Games, and she was doing it in her beautiful bridal gown, but then she did a little twirl, and the gown uh, went up in... Flames, I think, and then turned into a black dress instead. Um, So at the top of uh, chapter 18, um, she's like sort of like taking it in, figuring it out, realizing that they're like it's black and there's feathers and and it's very cool. Um, And Caesar Flickerman is like, wow, feathers. And she's like, yeah, I think it's the Mockingjay, which is designed after my pin. But she kind of realizes and is like, oh, uh, it's a symbol that means something to the uprising. It's not just my pin anymore. And then she realizes that what Cinna has done with her outfit has been is very dangerous and rebellious for him and begins to worry for him. Her time is up, so it's Peta's turn to interview. Um, he's asked what his feelings are now that there is never going to be a wedding since they have to go to the Hunger Games. Peta says that he has a secret for the audience. And that Katniss and he are already married uh, because of a ceremony that was traditional to District 12 that was performed in secret. Um, Caesar Flickerman says that he's uh, glad uh, that Peta and Katniss were able to have a short time of wedded happiness. But Peta says that he isn't and wished they had waited because now Katniss is pregnant. The crowd goes crazy and even the most child murder TV show lovers of them all are outraged and, quote, can't ignore how horrific the whole thing is. Uh, when Peta is back with the other tributes, all of the tributes begin to hold hands. Chaos ensues. 
the show of solidarity between the tributes is not okay, so the cameras cut them off, but it's too late. Um, as they're shuffled back to the training center, Peta catches Katniss and asks if it's okay what he did about uh, announcing that they got married and that she was pregnant. Um, luckily, Katniss thinks it was really cool and good uh, and tells him that it was okay. Um Peta and Katniss meet with Hamish, who tells them that the people of the capital have gone crazy with this news and are in the streets uh, sort of rioting, but even they are not sure about what. They're just, like, really upset. Um, the next morning, Cinna prepares Katniss to go into the arena. She is brought to the launch room by him, uh, but the, the launch pad does not ascend immediately like expected, uh, and Katniss is forced to watch as peacekeepers uh, come into the room, uh, beat up Cinna, and drag him away. Katniss is then launched into the arena um, and is confused at first, but realizes that she is on her pad in the middle of water. Um, chapter 19. Katniss tries to get her bearings while still being upset about Cinna. They're in water, but she sees the cornucopia that is floating and surrounded by thin strips of land like spokes on a wheel. Uh, Katniss swims to the cornucopia and immediately finds a bow and arrows. Um, she readies an arrow uh, when she realizes there's someone behind her, um, but it's Finnick who has a trident and a net ready to attack. Uh, they're in a stalemate, so they exchange words. Finnick then offers to be allies, with which Katniss accepts after seeing that he is wearing Hamish's uh, bracelet, wristlet, whatever that is, um, a sign from Hamish that they should team up. Um, Finnick tells Katniss to duck, and then he throws a trident into the tribute from District 5, killing him instantly. There are only weapons at the cornucopia, so they grab some stuff. Uh, Katniss shoots some arrows at some tributes that are coming toward them, wounds one but doesn't kill anyone. Uh, they go to leave. Finnick ends up swimming out to retrieve Peta. They also retrieve Mags, the old woman uh, that we remember from the, the training center. Uh, Katniss reasons that she's good at making fish hooks, so she'll be helpful in Waterworld. Katniss wants to go for Beatty and Wyrus, but they're hard to reach and she doesn't trust Finnick enough not to kill them. Uh, they reach the shore and enter a jungle. Katniss looks back at the bloodbath at the cornucopia. Um, I will note here that the belts that all the tributes were wearing had like purple goo in them and were flotation devices. Um, it just goes like specifically out of its way to point that out. So I'm just going to mention that. Um, Katniss resolves to kill Finnick after seeing the tributes turn on each other at the cornucopia, but he knew what she was thinking and they have a tense standoff before Peta stands between them. And, and so they kind of, the tension kind of, uh, disperses and they decide to carry on their alliance. For now, um, they start to travel to find water. Peta is slashing away at some vines with a knife when he slashes at the arrow before him. Um, and Katniss realizes too late that they found the force field at the edge of the arena. Peta has has hit it with his knife and it is uh, electrified. And so he gets electrocuted. Uh, and believe it or not, he's dead. Uh, that's the end of the chapter. Oh, I know. I just know. I just know that this is bullshit and he's going to come back to life or they're going to do CPR on him. But what if he's dead? What if he's dead? What if he's just dead? I think he's what just if dead. Peter's fucking dead. What if Peter's gone? What if Peter's fucking dead? Peter's fucking dead. What if? What if? Peter's dead and Katniss just gets to hang out with um, Aquaman for the rest of the book. The book would go from like, a, I'd, I'd say this is like sitting at like a C. 
C minus for me right now. It, that mm-hmm. would that would rocket it back up to like an A, I think. Phoenix awesome, Phoenix cool. This like sort of like sexy wire tension they have of like, ooh, we're allies, but also like, ooh, we know we you know like like I know that you want to kill me, and I and I I might want to kill you. Ooh, that's so much cooler than anything that Peta has ever fucking done in these books. It's ah. That's so much cooler, right? Am I am I crazy? No, you're right. There's this like great part, um, and I can't remember exactly what he says, but they're like, he maybe tells Katniss like it might be when he's like, oh duck or something, but yeah. it, and it's like he says it like in a commanding voice that's so different than his like usual seductive purr, and I'm like, whoa, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, and then he fucking kills that guy. He kills yeah. that guy with a trident. Yeah, he he fucking throws a trident at that guy, and he crunch and it like he like crunches his damn face in because it's like a big heavy metal trident. Oh, that's so cool! I like this guy. He's cool. He's he's kind of he's kind of badass and kind of dangerous, but also he's an ally. But is he really? Mm? Can we trust him? Ooh, exciting! What's Peta got going on? Uh, Peta. Peta lied about uh, knocking Katniss up to win some pity points with the capital, and Katniss is okay. Boo, boo, thumbs down, hate your ass, <laughs> fuck you. 100% Finnick is going to do CPR on him because he knows it from Waterworld. He's going to be like, people people in district whatever are yeah, just dra- drowning left and right. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like the sexy lifeguard that has to like run out and like CPR people back to life all day. Bye-bye, Peter. Bye-bye. We don't like you anymore. We're done. We don't want Peter. No, we like Finnick. We like Finnick. He's a little sexy. He's a little <laughs> bit sexy with the trident. He's normally a funny guy, but sometimes he gets a little dangerous, and we like that, don't we? Finnick, Finnick, has, Finnick has really recovered beautifully from the sugar cube incident. Yeah, the sugar cube bit was not convincing me. That was, re- like, because he, he sort of... The thing is there... He, you know, we we talked about this in that chapter, but like he he came up to do like kind of do some like James Bond one liner swag uh, to, to Katniss. But he set up his own joke, which doesn't work. That only works if the setup, if he notices the setup that someone else did un- unwittingly and, and picks it up. Uh, here, they've actually got some pretty good banter even back and forth. Right. Like there's a fun line where. He's like, oh, I, I I didn't realize you knew how to swim. And she's like, big bathtub or whatever. Like, <laughs> it's so good. It's so funny. Yeah. I love their dynamic. Yeah, they've got some chemistry and and this this thing where like he's he's like really goofy until he gets serious. And then he like, you know, he fucking kills a guy with a trident, which is awesome. Peter's not Peter. Why do we need him? What does Peter bring to the table? What what is what is he doing? What 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 Peter Nation? What are what are you seeing in this guy? He brought he brought fake pregnancy to the table. Thank you, Peter. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, what if he's dead? What if he's dead? What if he's gone? What if we never have to read about Peter again? What if he's he, fucked? <laughs> he could just be dead. What if he's fucking dead? What if Peter's gone forever? Ah, I'm so excited. I'm so happy. He's gone. He's not, he's not going to be dead. Oh, also, like, yeah. it, but if he was dead, it would be like this book. Like, we've had this, like, buildup of Katniss be like, I'm going to save Peter. And then if he just died, like, to an accident, 
randomly, that would be yeah. so good. And then Katniss has to like find her new purpose and she has like this new yeah. sexy companion with her. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be maybe the most shocking death in, like like just like on paper, right? Cuz we we've we've talked a lot about how funny it is that this series for as like gritty and realistic and like like you know randomly tragic and violent as it tries to pretend it is like none of the protagonists have to really do anything that 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 unconscionable and also like it it doesn't have and I, and I hate to like do the like like in, in Game of Thrones nobody is safe thing but like it it never does that right like people don't just fucking die in this without like their character arc resolving mm-hmm. but like what if that happened to Peta sure I that would be cool it's not going to happen but if it did I'd be like you know what I didn't like that guy but it is cool that they just killed off the main guy immediately in the game um I would respect that a lot but I I, I he's he's probably not he's probably fine he's probably gonna wake up and go oh Katniss I dreamed that we had a real kid I love you so much. And then Katniss is going to be like, yeah, I, I think you're cooler than the guy who killed a guy with a trident just now. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I will say, though, the worst thing that Finnick did was like put his hand on Katniss's abdomen to be like, you have a baby. Um, although I'm going to say that that becomes cool if Finnick has actually seen through PETA, knows she's not pregnant and is being like, haha, I know. Mm. He does that right after, like, killing a guy. Oh, yeah. You did actually kill that guy. Yeah, that's, like, happening in the grocery store or whatever, and that's <laughs> rude. Like, you're, like, yeah, yeah. you know, the pregnant Don't person is, like, picking up, like, apples or whatever <laughs> in the produce section, and then somebody's like, oh, when are, when are when's the baby due? And, like, touches touches Ugh. the stomach there, um, and it's gross, Yuck. right? But, like, yeah. it's a totally different thing if, like, the person just, like, killed someone with a trident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh yeah finnick finnick cool so far Peta. i i wish i hope what if what if we just never have to read about that guy again that would be so nice that would be so nice because yeah let's talk about this pregnancy gambit what's what's going on here uh it it bothers me and i can't quite like wrap my mind around why if that makes like I'm just like I don't know why I don't think every single time the Hunger Games is trying to find the line where (laughs) the child murder TV show viewers are gonna be like that's too far yeah yeah and and it (laughs) there's like a part of it that where I'm just like I will watch children kill each other, um, but I am pro life. <laughs> Which I guess I, I mean sure, uh, but I don't. It's just it's just weird. I I the problem is I feel like it, it's holding too many thoughts at once because I feel like that might be like an intentional irony that it's trying to touch on, but it's doing it like the metaphor is so confused now. Um, because Panem, the districts are clearly meant to be like, it's like, like to the point where they are all just like street fighter level stereotypes of every part of, uh, of the country. Right. Like mm-hmm. everyone from each part of, of, of Panem is like someone from a different state, basically. Right. 
and like they're supposed to represent like the normal people in America who are just trying to get by. Uh, and then you've got the capital who at first in, especially in the, in the first book were supposed to be like, you know, the American upper crust, the, the 1% American Versailles. These are, this is the courts. This is, this is, this is, this is the people who, who hang out in the King's, in the King's parlor and stuff, right? These are the Lords. Um, and they're the ones who enjoy the hunger games. The way that they're being described here, where they like, you know, there's this massive audience and they're all like emotionally on the hook and they have like genuine sympathy for for this fake pregnancy story. And they're like moved by the by the show of solidarity between the tributes and they're like rioting like sports fans in the street, I guess, like because of all this is it makes them seem like they are the quote unquote normal Americans. Right. Mm-hmm. And because because it seems to be that the story is angling for like, oh, there's hope for them. There's some good in there. They've just been so warned that, you know, they don't they don't realize the blinders they've had on their whole lives. All it takes is like, you know, uh, someone to show them the truth. You know, they need to put the they live goggles on and see the thing, you know, the the machine that they're contributing to. And, and, and you know, some of them will will come around and like. But like, that's what the people in the districts are, I thought. Uh, so I don't get it. I thought the whole point of the capital was that they were the ones who were too far gone. These are the one percent. These are these are the, the you know, the, the 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 handful of 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 King's courtiers who are just so, you know, they they will nothing. Nothing sways them. You know, they are they are demons. Right. That's kind of what I thought it was supposed to be. Yeah, it's very strange. I guess there's like another angle of it where they're like reality TV show viewers that are um, realizing that the people in the reality TV show are like actual people. Um, but that just like runs contrary to like everything else that's that's going on. Right. But that, yeah. I guess that's the problem is that it's sort of operating in both of those worlds at the same yeah. time and it just ends up not making a whole lot of sense because but from the reality tv angle I, like i guess there there is something interesting there where it's like um the like all the tributes get an arc right in the hunger games but then the capital citizens are like reliant on the winners of the hunger games continuing to like have an arc and then it's yeah. like, but Katniss and Peta's are being like taken away from them. So they're like, wait a second, maybe they're like real people or something. But I just, again, that's like sort of runs contrary to like everything else that's going on in the story. Yeah. Like, isn't the fact that the tributes are all quote unquote, like, you know, real people in the eyes of the capital, isn't that like what makes it exciting for them? Cause that's like why they're, that's why they're so reprehensible. Right. It's, it's like, yeah. This is this is the this is the you know we're back to gladiators shit right like that's why it's exciting these are real people that are dying for us for fun right I, yeah like what like uh, you can't like like the idea that that like I don't know like someone someone in in King Louis's court is gonna get radicalized because they saw 
like Les Miserables stuff happening is really funny, right? Like I don't know. It's like <laughs> no, you like that. That's the, 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 this is this was your goal. This this is good. You like when poor people die. You don't like seeing them. Uh, you know, the, the, I thought the capital people were like jazzed when they see a. You know, a 15 year old get his head split open by a by a big rock. Right. They're like, awesome. That's that's the best season we've seen in a while. Right. The, the rock throwing season. I don't know. It's just really. And it, and it's so funny that it's a, of course, it's a it's a it's a it's a pregnancy that makes them gives them pause. Right. It's like, oh, OK. I just why? Why? Did, why? Yeah. Why Does is that, that not- the line? I don't get it. Yeah. It, it, it's bizarre that that's the line. Uh, I I don't know what it's trying to say, and and I think the thing that that just makes me double confused. So there was there was actually a a brief moment reading this where I thought the book had done something really interesting. Did you have the same reaction where when Peta mentions it and Katniss reacts to it? Did you think that the book had like kind of pulled the fast one on you? And had and like Katniss was about to reveal something to us, the reader, that we. Oh, that's uh, what I thought was happening. That would be interesting. Yeah, I was because because the thing is, I was like, oh, like, like and this and uh, this all took place in like the span of a paragraph in my head because I was like, oh, did this book just kind of do something kind of clever, uh, like kind of like difficult to do in a first person narrative like this where like you think everything is accounted for but like you can do it It, it, there's clever ways to do this kind of thing because there had been several mentions throughout the whole book of Peta and Katniss sleeping in the same room right and staying Mm -hmm. in the same bed and like I was like oh was Kat are we treating Katniss now like she is literally a narrator talking to us and she's been sort of skimming over a few details to give us this bombshell moment right like because i i thought that was happening and i i think i would have been a lot more interested in it if if it if it was that but the thing that kind of unraveled it all for me was realizing that no this is another one of Peta's fucking gambits uh where he says something about katniss without her permission uh to to like to like get one over on the crowd and Katniss just goes with it again. And it's just like both Sinna's thing in the last chapter where he put her in a dress that turns into a revolutionary symbol on command without telling her. And then PETA kind of putting a big spotlight on her and lying about this, this, this pregnancy thing. Katniss is just like getting used and being okay with it for in, for the sake of this, revolution and like god i wish that that were happening on purpose right if she was just like being made out to be like a sacri you know if she was just a pawn that was getting like strategically sacrificed because it was like the best thing that the that the rebels have as like a, a, a as like a, a play right and and there was some like interfactionary drama there that would be so juicy but because it's being played straight and Katniss just like, wow, yeah, that's so, you know, wow. I, uh, Cinna, Cinna really put himself in so much danger by doing that to me. It's so bizarre to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I, Katniss just being like, okay, cool that you just lied about me being pregnant on TV without asking me first is so, it, like, I have such, like, cognitive dissonance reading that. Because it's a it's a way bigger lie than the one she got way more mad about in the first book. Mm-hmm. 
but I guess that we're just meant to believe that like part of her character growth was that she now trusts whenever PETA tells an insane lie about their relationship. <laughs> it's like, oh no, it was probably no, it's probably for like a good reason that that he went on national TV and was like, yep, yep, uh, married to Katniss and she's pregnant. Uh, we're fucking and uh, yep, yeah, that's crazy, huh? Because like. The the I, I I guess the one piece of interesting drama that can get salvaged out of this is like when what happens when people find out that it is fake, right? Mm-hmm. Like I do enjoy that wrinkle to it. Like I, I love I, I do like the idea of like this this like fledgling rebellion sort of putting itself in a dangerous position by like having their like big opening move, I guess, be a huge lie, right? Like that's kind of interesting. Um mm-hmm. but I I think I think I know I think I have a worrying suspicion of 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 where this might go and I think that by the end of this book maybe maybe it won't be a lie anymore right Oh no is and I right like I don't know what the uh, like what else could happen right cuz that's like what I'm confused about Peta's plan like so Katniss is going into the Hunger Games and she's like I'm going to save Peta is Peta going in thinking like I'm gonna save Katniss? Is he thinking we're both gonna die? Is he thinking I'm gonna win and Katniss is gonna die? Because I I have to assume that his plan would be the same as his plan in the first game, which is Katniss gets out of this alive. And so, what does he think is going to happen when she gets out of it alive and then is not pregnant? Like yeah. it's kind of setting her up a little bit. Yeah. In his I- like ideal world. <laughs> yeah like the, the yeah I, I i i don't really fully understand what the plan is and i i i, I the, the part where i just fully break from it and i'm just like this care i don't recognize this character anymore is katniss just being like damn that was a re- that was some real shit you just said that was super brave of you to do that i'm like what are you fucking talking about Everyone, everyone is like pointing at you. Everyone's pointing lasers at you for the snipers. You know, like it's weird. It's very weird. Are we supposed to think that Peta just like did that completely spontaneously too? Because I think there's like a line when right before he says it, where he just like it looks like he realized something or like I have to find it because I think that he just like it was just off the cuff too. I would love that. That that actually that that would be really fun if he just told it as like a completely insane lie that he couldn't back <laughs> out of. But like, cause cause then it, like if you write it like that and have Caddis's reaction be like, "What is fucking wrong with you? Oh my god, this is crazy." That would be fun. That would be some fun drama. But but Katniss is just like that's 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 the crazy. That's the most beautiful thing anyone's done for the sake of justice is lying about lying about me being pregnant without asking me like very <laughs> weird very fucking weird i yeah i don't know i and i really do worry that the the the, the outcome of this is that pita is gonna come back to life um uh, and and they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna fuck for real and she, and it's not gonna be a lie anymore at the end of the that's that's my real worry here because it's you know we gotta do. We gotta do it, cat. We gotta do it, Katniss, because because uh, we. <laughs> I told everyone you were pregnant. Because yeah, other, otherwise, otherwise, everyone's gonna find out that the rebellion's like kind of a weird guy. Got it started on this weird lie about you. Uh oh, darn. 
that's that's really what I'm worried about here. Oh, but what if he's really dead? What if he's gone? What if he's dead? I hope he's dead. I'm just happy again thinking about Peta being dead. Yeah, so before so before he lied about their fake marriage, mm-hmm. it says Peta pauses for a long moment as if deciding something. And it, I read that as like he like he just like off the cuff, like just decided in that moment, like, I'm gonna lie now. I'm gonna make something up. Yeah. That that is so close to being fun. Like that like if he if he just made something crazy up that he's like, oh, you know, I thought it would if, if he just gets caught in this like George Costanza ass lie, right? Where he's just like, Oh, I said the thing, everyone will be on your side. You're pregnant. Like that's that makes sense, right? And Cadence is like, You are crazy. You are you you've gone too far this time, and they have to work through that. That would be fun. My my worry is that like Hamish and Peta have been like running game again in the background because that's why Finnick has the the bangle. It sounds like there's a plan that Katniss has not been made aware of here. Yeah, cool fire bangle though, Hamish. Can I can I just read the most insane line from the pregnancy thing before yeah. we move on? Yeah. I'm just as glad that I didn't know, didn't have time to second guess him to let any guilt over Gale distract from how I really feel about what PETA did, which is empowered. Wow, that's so beautiful. <laughs> you feel empowered by that? Yeah, I don't know. Let's let's talk about the game. Let's talk about this bangle and Finnick and, and, and the spokes and the, the, the water. Let's let's get into that. There. There is nowhere for a girl on fire in Waterworld. That that was so lame. I actually kind of loved it. Yeah. That we 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 have fully just like crossed the veil into like bad action movie territory as soon mm-hmm. as the game starts, and it's kind of awesome. Yeah. Um, they're they're in a like they're in like a crazy halo map. The bottom is water and there's like a, there's a little Island in the middle and then it's like a jungle basin around it. That's cool as fuck. I like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I, I like that, uh, Katniss and, and Finnick doing like a King of the Hill, like, like, you know, standing on the, on the, on the point and shooting everyone who comes to that. That's fucking awesome. um, Peta could never. Uh, He's just like on his like pad, like waiting for Finnick to come swim o- him over to shore. <laughs> yeah, everyone's got like crazy flotation devices that are filled with purple goo. I guess uh, I can't wait to learn more about the goo. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like this, th- uh, this was a great little action sequence. I think like like mm-hmm. it sets up some fun. Uh, fun geography with the water and the spokes and the, and the like island in the middle and then the uh, climbing the base. Like, like I, I, it's the first one was just like a field and then some yep. woods. Yep. Um. So them being in like a really recognizably weird locale, I was like, all right, this is fun. We're actually making use of the, of the setup to like have like cool, cool fights breaking out you know like people you know, like like they have a defensible point with everyone swimming toward like the, the, i was i was like this is cool um i i'm enjoying this and i'm enjoying these characters actually killing guys and like doing action movie stuff and not just being like waiting for other nameless characters to kill each other right like mm-hmm. yeah I, I don't know like like a, a lot of the like action inspired stuff in the first book felt um 
uh um uh in in the first one like the like the knife throwing thing and thanks for the knife remember that uh hell yeah i do um those those all felt like so out of place compared to everything else whereas this this is just so immediately immersed in crazy sci-fi action movie stuff that it kind of all worked for me even the insanely lame there's no place in what in in this water for a girl on fire right like that's mm-hmm. that's cute i don't know yeah it was cool maybe we'll get less like um uh hatchet stuff since it seems to be like a little bit more of a like halo map and then even like getting to the cornucopia they were like it's only weapons this time yeah yeah, it's only weapons this time. They're like climbing through like a cartoon jungle. I want it, like they've got belts with like purple magic goo that like like I I I wonder if the goo is going to be like multi-purpose. I think that's mm-hmm. my my prediction here is that the belts it's like you 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 start with some goo and the goo helps you float. Maybe there's going to be some other stuff like in the jungle that the goo you have to like choose where to spend your goo, you know? Because it's like maybe you gotta go back to the cornucopia at some point, but uh oh, you can't swim and you spent your goo on a rocket launcher in the woods or something. I don't, I don't know. Like like that that would be my 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 guess maybe. Um, but it does seem a lot more uh, action oriented, like mechanics oriented. I don't know. I I I I was I was happy with this with this sudden shift into like crazy shit happening mode yeah yeah do you want to hear my prediction about the goo yes yes give me your goo prediction i think they're going to team up with bd and wireless mm-hmm. and because we have encountered the force field so early i am all in on my reverse heist they are breaking out of the hunger games and bd and wireless would be like oh this purple goo is hyperconductive uh electric uh this oh. and that and we and we can uh use this to create a, a a bomb that'll blow up the force field at the weak point or something yes yes so go uh, you notice that katniss picked up an extra bow um yes i wonder i wonder if they're gonna do something like ooh. okay hold on you okay You've got Finnick, who who um, who can throw a trident really far. Right. Hmm. I, I think we might have even joked about this last week, but 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 we can expand on it now that we know it's in a jungle. Right. Mm-hmm. They're going to take some vines. They're going to have. Uh, uh, Finnick f- tie some vines to the trident and throw it either through the f- hole in the force field or into a tree or something. Katniss is going to break the string off of that extra bow and they're going to make a zip line. Hell yes. Yeah. They're going to, they're going to make line it, out of the make, hunger games. Yes. They're going to zip line out of the hunger games and they're going to run around the back lot and they're going to like try and kill the new game maker guy or something, or they're going to try and find presidents. That's, that's my, that would be fucking cool. I'm 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 in for the heist. I the, the 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 Hunger Games heist is a really potent idea that I'm I'm kind of hopeful for. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. Yeah. God. It, it's 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 fun seeing a little bit of bit of bloodshed, even if it is like super heightened and not at all like 
<laughs> I hate to say it again because I say it like every episode, but writing about war gets funnier and funnier every week. <laughs> like I can't wait to dive into writing about war. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh my god! Yeah, it is because this is this is getting this is getting silly in a way that I'm finding really fun, but it is getting very silly. Um, god. Uh, any anything else in the fight? worth worth picking picking apart here i don't think so okay any other any other topics to hit here i'm just going i'm reviewing my notes here but i think we touched on pretty much everything um hopefully this is a heist team because an important part of any heist team is guy who dies and (laughs) peter Beta appears to have died. He appears to have perished. So maybe what he can take dead? on that role. What if he's what, just dead? What if Peta's dead? What if Peta's gone? What if Peta's dead and we don't have to deal with his fucking ass anymore? I'd be so happy. And then if it's like a love triangle, Katniss, uh, Finnick, and Gale, okay. Ooh, yeah. Yes, okay. yes. Yeah. She's like, you know, she's like has a great time with with Finnick and the games and they like escape and she's like wow every everything everything's turning up Katniss and then Gale shows up and is like what is ha- what is this what's going on here also are you pregnant and was it with that <laughs> guy who died <laughs> oh yeah uh yeah, a land of contrasts. This reading, I think, um, mm-hmm. very confused about where the metaphor is going. Scratching my head about the pregnancy stuff, but God, if I don't love it when someone throws a trident into a guy so hard his head explodes. Right. Yeah. Kind of awesome. So, looking forward to more of that. I would like to see some more, some more cool cool gnarly action movie shit um we are just like the citizens of the capital if <laughs> we don't care so about true. the pregnancy <laughs> that's true and we're both happy that Peta's dead maybe yeah we're the we're the worst sickos of the of the capital <laughs> citizens <laughs> oh well Anything else or should we do you think we should take it to the close here? I think I'm good. All right. Our theme song is Hot Magana Go by Cheshire Moon. Huge thanks to them, as always, for letting us use that as our theme song. You can find them on Bandcamp and you can find us at patreon.com slash streetcast. And Liz, what will we be reading next time? Uh, presumably we will be reading chapters 20 and 21. All right. Well, until then. Happy Hunger Games. Happy Hunger Games. Dream, but there's a lady there. Makes ocean raw seem tame. But I know what you're after if you catch a eye. Cause this hot mama is just a cat in disguise.